Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Sip on the go with a Starbucks iced shaken espresso. Our signature roast, shaken with ice, then finished with a splash of milk. Customize it to match your style on the Starbucks app. Make today a good day. It's time for Bent News. I'm Marcus Goldman. And I'm Ray Koo. Top of the news stack today, Marcus. What's going on with this Van Halen tribute tour? I'm not really sure, but... Recently, Mr. Newstead of Metallica, or formerly of Metallica, let everybody know that he had been in talks with members of Van Halen about doing a traveling tribute tour to the genius of Eddie Van Halen, said that it was talked about, and then he kind of was like, it didn't go past those early discussions, so I don't know what's going on at that point. Looking deeper into it, I see these conversations happened about a year ago, and that David Lee Roth is rumored to be part of the discussions as well. I'm not surprised that David Lee Roth is part of that. We'll see if anything ever comes of it, Marcus, but Newstead said ultimately he thought he didn't want to be part of it because it might be seen as a money grab. Stay tuned for more here on your Bent News Network. Billboard reporting that Billy Joel may be the next superstar of the 70s and 80s to sell the rights to his song catalog. This is absolutely crazy because the amount of money that he's going to command is so much higher than everybody else. He's going to make like $1 million. Um, Marcus, that's not as much money as it was in the 70s when Billy Joel started his career. He will make $1 trillion. (laughs) Dr. Evil Marcus giving his prediction. And I guess we'll see if he joins Springsteen and Dylan like the big three at Columbia Records in making that kind of deal. Do you think he will be the highest of all of those three? He may garner the biggest number of all time to date. So let's see what happens, right? I'm eating my popcorn. I mentioned Bob Dylan and he who just cashed a big check, is announcing a tour. That's right. He just wants to get out of the house and ramble a bit, folks. It's the Rough and Rowdy Ways 2022 tour. And looking at the dates, Marcus, I suspect that there will be more announcements about different legs. All these dates starting in late May, running through the middle of June, are on the West Coast. So if you're out there or you have a mind to travel, hello, Harvey Holiday and Jim Gardner. You can go see their Rough and Rowdy Ways tour on the West Coast. Robert Plant revealed his sense of humor recently when he was on a podcast talking about something that is kind of uh, 
obvious? Obvious and weird prophetically as far as looking into the future from back in the past. I saw something about this. You know, he has one of the most popular podcasts out there. We're like way down the list from Digging Deep, the Robert Plant podcast. And his episodes aren't that long, but he always says some funny stuff. And he compared his appearance now, which, you know, he's getting up there, to the guy on the cover. You know, the guy who had the big stack of sticks strapped to his back on Zeppelin 4? He says he looks like that guy now. I just thought <laughs> it was hysterical. <laughs> That's so funny because he kind of does. Yeah, but I still get the young chicks. <laughs> that will always be that way for the Golden God. Robert Plant, another reason to love him here on Bent News on the Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. Sad news this week. A man who saw everything, the full arc of the record business, Artie Roop, aged 104, passed away this week, Marcus. 104. That guy won the game of life living 104 years and being able to see the full and live the full life cycle of an important record label. Just what a life. We often talk about racism in the South and rock and roll and how it all kind of kept separate and rolled around, right? Well, Artie was one of the first white men who said, I don't care. I love the music. And he specifically specialized in making what they called then race records he was a co-founder of jukebox records where his first regional hit by the sepia tones was boogie number one two years later he founded the label that everyone knows him for specialty records he was scouting in new orleans in 1952 when he came across a young lloyd price And that's how Little Richard landed on specialty. Thank God we had people like Artie Root back in those days because they brought us so much rich and beautiful and important music. And he also was involved with a young Sam Cooke, too, before Sam Cooke blew up. What a life. A full, long life. Talking about life, Getty Lee was in the news this week, Marcus, saying that the death of Taylor Hawkins has realized even more than before how precious life is. And more important to him than what kind of music he may or may not make is how he spends and his family spends the time they all have together while Ged's still with us all. Because none of us are getting younger, and no one here gets out alive. <laughs> Getty Lee is able to look at it philosophically in a positive way because we all know the ultimate end, death. He really appreciates life and every day, and you can tell that when he speaks. And he's got some good advice on trying to live and enjoy life as much as possible. And speaking of appreciating life, Marcus, this week the great Eddie Kramer blew out 80 candles and you know he's birthday twins with the animals alan price both of them turning 80 this past week happy birthday keep on keeping on record store day is saturday april 23rd here in the united states so go buy vinyl and or anything cds cassettes i don't care just buy music 
and enjoy that music you buy. And speaking of enjoying music you buy, you're going to get a chance to enjoy some new releases here in the next few weeks that we want to point out, Ray. Well, May 6th, after five years, fans of Arcade Fire, the wait is over. The album, We, will finally be dropping. I'm looking forward to hearing what they do after five years of dormancy. Also releasing that day from the opposite end of the musical spectrum, from the House of Jericho, Fozzie's new album, Boombox. Don't tell me I don't need this anymore. Don't tell me I don't feel the same inside. I think that album title was uh, influenced by somebody like rock and roll Buck Zoomoff, who used to carry the boombox into the wrestling ring. Also out, the new one from Philly's own Hailstorm, Back from the Dead. Looking forward to hearing this album. The first single is really good. I like this band. Also May 6th, Neil Young releasing not one, not two, but three live albums. Citizen Kane Jr. Blues, Live at the Bottom Line, the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion, and Royce Hall. Neil Young fans, save your money now. May 13, Black Keys, Dropout Boogie Drops. Oh, oh yeah. Cannot wait to hear the whole album. That first single, Wild Child, is so good. And they have put out so much good music over the decades. One of the most important rock and roll bands of the last 20 years, the Black Keys. Also out that day, Florence and the Machines' new release, Dance Fever. Sounding great, flow. Keep it going. Big fan of Florence and the Machine. Cannot wait to hear Dance Fever. She sounds better live than she does on record. Seen her a couple of times and have been blown away by her work consistently over the years. Huge fan. Here's an episode update that I was reminded about by listening to Lou and the Velvets in Punk Rock Month, Marcus. We've often attributed the quote about the first Velvet Underground album only selling 10,000 copies, but everyone who bought it formed a band to Lou himself. And I've seen it from multiple sources and double, triple verified with the research department that Brian Eno is actually the person who said that. So we learn as we go, Marcus. And we go into the final turn on Punk Rock Month this week. The final release of an incredible month of Punk Rock episodes. Yes, we are going to wrap it up with the world's favorite punk rock curmudgeon, Johnny Rotten and his band, the Sex Pistols. Right now. (laughs) But seriously, it was fun to read up and do a little more research about the Sex Pistols and learn a few things that I did not know about them. And it was also fun to revisit a lot of the music I hadn't listened to in quite a while getting ready for this episode. So we're excited to throw it your way. The Sex Pistols are always good for a goddamn laugh. There's no doubt about it. What he said, mate. <laughs> I'm Ray Coop. I'm Marcus Goldman. And that's your Bent News update. When you need to know, get Bent.